This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. now, 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 now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. <laughs> it came to love on 97.3 The Fan. All right, we are halfway home on a Thursday, November 17th, a week away from a heaping, heaping plate of delicious, delicious Thanksgiving food. I cannot wait. Salivating thinking about it. And I always build it up in my mind for a week, and I eat one Don't plate, and then me. I'm full. Don't torture me. Full. I'm be working. I'm, oh, you are? Yeah. On Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving. I got to go in... TV. Shut it's up. Thursday, yeah. Really? I'll miss dinner. They're getting us some food at Channel 10. It's not the same, not the same dude. No. It's not the same. I think I heard they're ordering from Claim Jumper. Are you going hold to on, Maui on, to cover the Aztecs hold tournament? You going to Paul, Hawaii Paul. again? You better nice. lead, Paul. <laughs> Did you hear what he said? Where they're ordering from? Did you hear? No. Claim Jumper. He's not eating that. You're not eating that. Possible I'll eat that. All right, it's nice of them to at least think about us and have something for us. People who are working hard on the day where everybody else is uh, is off. You won't eat at Olive Garden. You're not eating at Claim Jumper. Have you ever eaten at Claim Jumper? I have. I've eaten at Claim Jumper. When? Good apps are not bad. When? It's, it's been a while. I think I hosted a couple of uh, Rocky Long shows at Claim Jumper. <laughs> Back in the day. Hi, it's Ben Higgins. I'm here with Rocky Gro- isn't Long. That, isn't that the one in Grossmont yeah, Center yeah. there? I think? Yeah. yeah, pretty sure that I I did that back in the day once or twice. That's effing incredible is what that is. So what is the Higgins family plan for Thanksgiving? They're all going to my mom's house. And, oh, I bet your mom yeah, does yeah, it's it. It's going to be uh, fantastic. What time? They saved me a plate. I'll, You'll yeah. get a plate la- yeah, late. Yeah, they're eating around plate. 5, which is right when I'm in my wheelhouse of doing the 5 and the 6 o'clock news. But then I can come back after that and grab a plate a little late. Well, it's your mom. Your mom will have you decked out. Oh, of course. Out. You will be absolutely I'm not, not worried out. about it. You'll Still, get yours just yeah, a little late. It's just okay. not fresh with everybody at the you know the big carving of the turkey and everything. So Is that really, the worst thing you miss out on all well, the the action. Point. You know, family. You know, families yeah, get together. Get into, yeah, I usually like have a couple of glasses of wine. That, yeah, that probably won't work while I'm in the middle of my work shift. But other than that. it's... Well, I'm sorry. That bums me out uh, that you don't get the day off. I'm really sorry. Maybe I'll get a mother load cake instead of pumpkin pie from Claim Jumper. Ooh, delicious. I bet the desserts big, giant are good. Cake yeah, but the have. desserts yeah. are fantastic. I, uh, well, I'm, that bums me out. makes me sad. Uh, but <laughs> sorry about that. Well, listen. Was that our therapeutic with the woodshed? Was Always. That, okay, you're feeling okay now that yeah. you got that off your chest? I think Wes tweeted in. He's like, that was therapy. I said, yeah, I mean, we can. our listeners can do the woodshed, too. Sucks for Paul. He's got to edit everybody, but you don't have to be as cursy as me. Uh, yeah, you can leave it on our voicemail line, yeah. 619-798-4892. Just call in the voicemail line say, hey, I, I have someone I want to take to the woods shed. Yes, I love it. And you can rant 
as long as you want. Ramp and, you know, we'll edit it down. Maybe we'll play it. Maybe we won't. I will say, because what we do here is I Paul walked in. I was standing here waiting for Paul, <laughs> re-listening to the call, just to fire me Pacing. up again. Because I slept on it, and I was fine when I woke up, and then I went and revisited it, and then I was livid. So I said to Paulie, Paulie didn't even get in the door. I go, go set me up. He goes, hey, hang on, let me get, I go, get me set up in the studio. He put goes, my coffee down. He goes, put my coffee down. He goes to, all the way down the hall, he hits record, and then mic on and walks out of the room. And I go in there, and I pace around, and, I, and then I just go after it. And, but when I'm done, though, there's just this sense of, of release. Yeah, that wasn't live, because Paulie had to edit it yeah, out. He, yeah. You didn't just raise your hand when you wanted to curse, and then Paulie put in a beep. <laughs> put a beep. No, that was, that was Those, legit. Yeah, you did that earlier this morning. Yeah, I did it right when I got here this morning, uh, right when Paulie got here. What's, so. uh, what's this about a trade that you mentioned? You pulled off a trade. I tweeted. Uh, with I, Hannah and Carol Woods. I tweeted this morning. I'm pleased. Did you send one of your kids like to a different ball club or anything? Not that you anybody trade any family members. I did not trade any. Yeah, Woods any is taking T ball very seriously, and he has traded Bo. Well, for <laughs> a couple of players to be named later. Bo, Bo is my meal ticket, dude. I'm not trading that kid for anything. But what I did do this morning. So as you guys know, and tier ones know, we lost our our orange cat last week. Buried him. Very expensive burial. Forty two hundred dollars. Now we had gotten earlier in the year a kitten, Manny Meowchado. And he is turned out to be the sweetest thing, the greatest cat, and he's so good with the kids. He's like he loves me, he loves Hannah. He he's a perfect fit. <sighs> Orange Cat was like his mentor slash babysitter. And now without Orange Cat. He's lost, dude. And Hannah yesterday was leaving for work and she's loading up her bag and he's just sitting staring at her going, Meow. Like he's sad. He's sad. He misses his buddy. So I, I said to Hannah after the forty two hundo, I go, This is it. We're what we have now, we've got two dogs and we have one cat left. And when these are gone, we're not getting any more. We can't afford to keep doing this. Okay? We're not made of money. I love pets, but I love feeding our children and sending them sending them to college more. Like I, I quit gambling, right? Like we're all making changes here. We're tightening the belt. I said, No more pets. None. No dogs, no cats. You want to get a fish? Fine. That's where I draw the line. Yes, she hits me this morning with the sob story. He's really sad. He needs a friend. And I go, no, it's not happening. Sorry. We're not, it's not even a discussion. We're not doing this. We can't afford it. Then I, she gets, I get to work. She texts me. Bo's really upset. We both think that Manny needs a friend. And oh. it, it popped in my head. I said, well, if I'm going to say yes, then I'm getting something out of this. One of my biggest... Uh, wants and desires is I'd like to, not everybody, Ben turns out as a morning radio show host and can go out and play golf at 11 a.m. on a weekday. Many people have full-time jobs, right? If Paul doesn't want to play and you don't want to play or you have to work, I don't want to play by myself, you know, all the time. I never get to play with my friends on the weekends. So I traded Kitten for six rounds of golf to be used on the weekend at my leisure Next year, wow! In the next calendar year, six I, rounds of golf on the weekend. Quick analysis my way. of that trade feels like it was a pretty good deal for Stephen Woods. Mm-hmm. Now those rounds will be gone. The cat will be there long after you've you've spent your rounds. Years and years after you spent your rounds. Here's the thing, though. I like cats. I actually love Manny. Manny is the greatest. And if we get another one like Manny, I'm in heaven. I think the also uh, important part of this deal is that had you not agreed to the deal, 
there was a good chance that you were going to end up with a cat anyway and get nothing out of it. Correct. So jumping in quickly <laughs> I, I, I and struck. securing a deal yeah. is better than maybe waiting around and really ending up, you, you could have just had you, someone, cat. Would have, someone would have claimed a cat off waivers, and yeah. you would have gotten nothing. That's exactly. Now right. you've gotten you've gotten some value out of the trade. So I can essentially every other month I get to go play golf on a weekend where it's and I say, hey, we're teeing off at seven thirty. I'll be home when I'm home. Enjoy the kids all to yourself this fine Saturday morning. And the cats and the cats. Uh, now, are we sure that we're not prescribing human emotions? Onto a cat that don't exist. Maybe Hannah and Bo are sad, so they think that Manny Miachato is also sad, and they're well, looking for that sort of behavior because that's what they expect. Because as a human, they would say, "Oh, we miss our we miss our cat." The cat must miss the cat as well. He does, though. It's it's pretty clear. You think it's obvious? It is. It's pretty obvious if you're around him. So, um, yeah, it's 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 very obvious. I uh, need a contestant for real or fake. Uh, it's the easiest way to qualify for Vegas. Uh, you don't have to beat Woods in musical trivia. That can be quite challenging. But uh, in this one, it's just a guessing game. You get best of seven. You can qualify for a two night stay in Vegas. But you got to call in now eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. We're about a minute or so away from our game. So dial now eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Did have a story last night on Channel 10 about cats. I'm not a cat person. I'm allergic, so I've never had cats. But a lot of people say you don't get the same kind of love from a cat that you do a dog. At least the enthusiasm, you know, excited to see you, whatever. I think that's a I think that's a common misconception. Well, you know, and, and the story that we had last night was kind of interesting. They said researchers have found that cats very much do like and have a connection with their owners oh, but yeah. they're they are very subtle when it comes in like you may walk in the door and it looks like the cat didn't do anything but they the researchers say oh no they they may have changed their head position or something it's just very quiet they don't have they're not you know various yeah. like the dogs <laughs> right but it's, they're they're reacting to you and they can tell scientists can tell that the cats do love their owners they just don't show it the same way the dogs do. As soon as I got in bed last night and I was on my phone and Manny came right up in my little pothole here and he just and got under my beard and was just raw. And I'm like, this is fantastic. So she didn't really have to sell me hard on it. I was able to, though, at the last minute. You know, I got a good prospect. I, the prospect was the cat. I just got six more prospects, though. See, it's I interesting. Her, you like. love cats. I don't. But I'm more of a cat and you're a dog. You're very enthusiastic in your infection, yeah. you know, and you say it out loud very quickly. I'm more subtle when it comes to, I see Woods come in and I, a little nod, and I'm glad, I feel good that he's here, but I don't really show it. Yeah, for the sure. The way that you do. For sure. I'm I'm more, more. Uh, well, I'm more personable. Yeah. You're a puppy dog. I'm a puppy dog. And I'm more of a less approachable cat. But That's true. But you say you like cats and I'm a cat. I love cats, man. I really do. I'm not I, a cat, I, but I, was, I am I'm I'm not, a cat. I'm not a cat. <laughs> no S. Really? You don't say. I'm not a cat. But I'm kind of like a cat. Maggie says the most annoying cat ever is about to be adopted by the Nankaro Woods family. It's inevitable. Yeah, that's exactly right. Six rounds, though? That's a pretty good deal. Six weekend rounds. Weekend rounds for me are so... They never have. I've played on the weekend like three times in three years. Seriously. Do you realize it's a lot more crowded on golf courses on the no, weekend? No, I, I understand. And I'll pick my, <laughs> believe you me, I will pick my moments. And I will, she's, you know what's going to drive her nuts is this. 
Should I use it this weekend? I don't know. Uh, no, I'll wait for the next weekend. So I've got six to play with. All right, I see some callers on the line. Let's get to today's throwback game on a throwback Thursday of Real or Fake. Some are here for the compelling sports talk with Ben and Woods. Yeah, you can go plow through another donut. It's time for Real or Fake on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, tell the people what they'll win today. All right, we got Zach on the line. He's playing for uh, our grand prize to qualify for our grand prize drawing of a trip to Vegas. Two nights at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino. VIP pod at the Westgate Superbook, the largest race and sportsbook in the world. And spa treatments for two at Serenity Spa. Good morning, Zach. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys? All right, you don't have to beat Woods. In fact, he can help you out. I can help you. However, it would probably be more helpful if Paul could assist you in the game today. He can't, though. He knows all the answers. That would be unfair. That's right. But this category is right up his alley. The Beatles. It may be impossible to get her tickets through (laughs) Ticketmaster, Zach, but it's easy to make a Taylor Swift category for real or fake. Today, I will name a celebrity. You tell me if they are a real ex-boyfriend of Taylor Swift or a fake. I can I've help thrown you. in for our game. I can Zach, help you, I think. I think I can help you, buddy. All right, okay. you got to get I'm fear ready. not. Fear you got to get four out of seven correct if you want to uh, get into our grand prize drawing. So here we go. Real or fake, Taylor Swift, ex-boyfriends, round number one. Robert Pattinson. Real or fake, Zach? Uh, Wood, what do you think? Man, my gut tells me fake. All right, I'm going to go fake on that one. You are right. Uh, she dated the other star of Twilight. Robert Pattinson was the vampire she dated Edward. She dated Taylor Lautner. Jacob. Who was Jacob the werewolf, but not Robert Pattinson. Very good. That's one point. Round one for Zach. Where's that guy been? Let's go to round two. Um, disappeared. Yeah. yeah. Harry Styles. Real or fake ex-Taylor Swift boyfriend? Uh, I'm going to say real. That is real. Very good. God, I would have said two. fake. When did they date? Doing very well. You didn't know that one? No. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we go. Round number three. Some of them were a little more rumored. Some of them were official. There's photographs of most of them, though. All right, round three. Jake Gyllenhaal. Real or fake ex-boyfriend for Taylor Swift? Zach? Come on. That's real. We all know we that. All we all know, know that yeah, one. We I didn't know that, that we all knew one. that one. Oh, right. yeah. He is rolling we all, through all this. All right, here we go. Round four, and if you get this one right, you will be an easy winner today, Zach. Zach, Efron, real or fake, Zach? Um, all right, what do you think, Wood? God, it's right in her wheelhouse. I'm going to say real. He's going to say real. You can you can agree or you can disagree, Zach. It's up to you. I'm going to say fake on this one. Oh, we should have gone with Wood. Yeah. Zach, oh, Efron ah. is a... Is a former bow. That's okay. You got plenty of chances here. We're only in round five, and you only need one more. All right, let's try uh, Joe Jonas, one of the Jonas brothers. Real or fake, Zach? No, she. I know she did it. One of the Jonas brothers. Ooh, I could uh, be very tricky. Let's go, let's go real. Yeah, that one is real. real. Very good. Congratulations, Ooh. Zach. Hang on the line. You have won today's game of real or fake. And qualified for our grand prize drawing. Uh, Woodsy, well done, would you, buddy. Would you like to try the other ones? Yep. Justin Timberlake. Uh, fake. No. And uh, Miles Teller. Real. No, she didn't date Miles Teller. That was a fake. But not bad. You, you guys didn't even played... throw John Mayer in there. The, I didn't. The I, knew, I thought you'd get that one too easily as well. But uh, hey, everyone played 
pled again. Now, Paul, did you know all of those or no? Um, you weren't sure on Zac Efron? I didn't know Zac Efron or Harry Styles. Okay. But, I uh, would have gotten the fakes. Maybe she needs someone less famous. You know, like a Notting Hill situation. Go with the, just a random bookshop book owner. bookshop owner. <laughs> By the way, it's, it's a good of, movie. One of my favorite movies. It is a really good movie. <laughs> Do you have the new John Grisham thriller? <laughs> <laughs> it's a travel bookstore. <laughs> so good. I love that movie. It's brilliant. Uh, all right, hang on the line, Zach. Polly, I'll get your information. <laughs> We'll come back. We'll talk about Manny Machado's realistic chances today when they announce the NL MVP award. Do that after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, and this segment of Ben Woods brought to you by the Golf Mart. Can't forget that. Back after traffic. Got a little update, Ben, if you're interested. Outfield X Grass tweets and hey, Ben and Woods, Taylor's been dating Joe Alwyn for six years. He's an English actor and is close to a normie slash Notting Hill relationship. Six years. Wow. Six years, yeah. I also was told that the Zach Efron relationship was debunked. Oh, was it? It never actually happened. So technically, Zach won even more convincingly. In that game, yeah, but you don't get an extra. There's no, yeah, no extra bonus points. So I don't feel bad, too bad about it. I actually feel kind of good that I'm not so up on Taylor Swift's relationships that I am a bit talking out of ignorance when it comes to that topic. But it all worked out in the end. Zach qualifies for the uh, grand prize drawing. We uh, fill a segment of radio and we move on. Didn't work out for Zach Efron. Did not. He didn't. he didn't get to date Taylor Swift exactly, at all. That's exactly right. Now, she writes songs about some of the guys that she dumps in her relationships uh-huh. as well. Well, a lot of people do that. A lot of people write songs about people they dump? Yeah. Did you ever write a song about someone? No, I can't write songs. I'm well, not a songwriter. There's not many songwriters out there, so it's not that what? common. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Again, are you on bath salts? <laughs> I'd say the, the majority sec- of music is inspired by somebody that broke up with somebody. Like... It's a gazillion trillion dollar yeah, but, industry of writing songs but about... But that's still a very small percentage of people. There's a thou- 100,000 people who break up who don't write songs about the person they broke up with. Right. For every musician but, who does. But every songwriter has done it. Oh, well, yeah. Right. It's common. Okay. Not everybody songwriter. writes a song but everybody that about heartbreak, but everybody that's written a song it's has not, written a song, has about, written a song about, heartbreak. about heartbreak. Yes. I'm just saying I would be worried like, if I was in a relationship with a songwriter. Do you think I that, would then be worried that I will be the future fodder for a song if the relationship doesn't go well? Do you think that like Brian Johnson or Bon Scott ever came into uh, ACDC band rehearsals like... We've got a great love song. And they're like, bro, we're not, you're not doing, I know you broke up with your old lady. It's not ACDC, buddy. We're not doing, did they ever put out a slow song? I I don't know enough about them 
other than you know the the twenty songs that I know. That they they never did a power ballad or anything like that, right? As I know as you're I know. asking the wrong person. No, I am I, asking the wrong sure. person. The wrong person. I know Hell's Bells. Hell's Bells is great. You know Highway to Hell. Yeah. You know it's a long way to the top if yeah. you want to rock and Back roll. In Back in black. Yeah. You know all know of that those. one. Yeah. yeah. You know Thunderstruck. None of them are particularly romantic or no. Love ballads. You mean Hell's Bells isn't romantic? I, mean, I always you felt shook love me when I heard it. You shook me all night long. It's very sexy. Different. Uh, that is a love song. Yeah, different kind of love. Yeah. But yeah, all right. This song's called "Let Me Put My Love Into You." Is that a real song? <laughs> Let's hear it. It's on Back in Black. Real or fake? ACDC title song titles coming up. Oh, I know this song. It sounds good. I didn't know love what ballad. I didn't know that that's what it was called. I wonder what that means. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> Pretty down tempo for them. Oh, there we go. Dirty. <laughs> I'll admit that I have uh, I have got caught up in a bit of the excitement in the hope that Manny Machado today is going to be named the NL MVP. I have two. You know, with the two finalists, uh, other than Manny, both being St. Louis Cardinals. It makes perfect sense. He splits Surprise the vote. More Diamondbacks weren't uh, voted for MVP. To be honest, <laughs> the way that the, they run they their split organization. split the vote between Arenado and Goldschmidt. Yeah, Manny cruises in as the MVP. Seems like a no-brainer. It, it does. It? it really does. Yet that wasn't the narrative before the finalists were announced. Well, the other thing too, though, Ben, is he's been jobbed for every other you know every other thing right. he could have potentially won. He That's, didn't win Silver Slugger. Didn't win Gold Glove. You know, there's all these things he didn't win. And so in my stupid brain, I'm sitting here going, maybe, maybe we, he just gets the big one. The one that everybody really covets, the MVP, the most valuable player. Because all the people who didn't vote for him for the other awards exactly. want to make it up to him on this last big and one. And that's why I said my stupid brain, <laughs> because it, it logically makes less than zero sense. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's the obvious this weird infatuation with Nolan Arenado. He's a really good player. He, he is he, a good player, but he my is. God. But he's not he's not like a vastly superior player to Manny Machado. No. I, I like Manny's game. I really do, compared to Nolan Arenado's game overall. Yet every single year Nolan Arenado wins the gold glove. And I have no reason to think that Nolan Arenado won't steal votes for Manny Machado on this as well. And by the way, it was Paul Goldschmidt who was the favorite pretty much all year long for the MVP award. And I'm not sure that anything changed that much in the last three weeks. Goldschmidt didn't finish the season very strongly, but it didn't. It wasn't like a narrative that people were talking about. Boy, Paul Goldschmidt really fell off the map. He was just there, and the numbers finished where they were, and they ended up being a lot closer. In fact, Manny Machado passed him in uh, in you know some WAR categories yep. and and ended up with better numbers. But I didn't get the sense that a lot of those writers who were going to vote on the award. We're making a deal about that. They had made up their mind, probably with two or three weeks to go, that it was going to be Paul Goldschmidt. He just won heart and hustle. Paul Goldschmidt did. It's done. We're cooked. I don't even know what I'm getting excited for. Which is why I feel like I, I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay Manny's chances or say he doesn't deserve it. But I also don't feel like Padres fans this afternoon when they announce the award should necessarily be ready with their pitchforks out. Because they're so disappointed, I'm just preparing you. I'm, I'm 
what do they call it? You know, soft landing, just softening the blow, softening the blow. A I little disagree. Bit. I think pitchforks should be out. You know, I, I'm a big pitchfork guy, as you know. Uh, also, I was pitchforks out when Manny was not nominated for a Gold Glove. That's I was I was here with my pitchfork. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Manny wasn't one of the finalists for MVP, I would say, come on, you're being crazy. Well, it's, it's not, worse it's now, not, though. It's, it's, it's not, worse now. It's not crazy to vote for Paul Goldschmidt for MVP. But here's the thing. It's worse now when you see that graphic of two guys in Cardinal uniforms and one guy in a Padres uniform. You could ask a four-year-old, hey, right. who's more valuable? But they don't, well, vote. There's two they don't of them. vote after the finalists come out. They've already voted for right. them when they, when they released those. So the numbers were in long ago. Nothing changes now. Yeah, it sucks, man. It really does. It sucks. It's, I, I'm I'm fully embracing the uh, prepare to be disappointed scenario. Hopefully, I mean, not that Manny needs much of a fire lit under his ass, but um, you know how hard he works in the off season, how much he takes care of his body, and uh, I would imagine that would that probably get me a little more fired up, though. I mean, this has been the one year. You know, he's been deserving of it before, but this is the one year where you're like. Dude, really carry this team a lot of the season. Uh, the injury, you know, playing through that too, and and might have cost him a little bit. You know, it might have cost him a little bit numbers wise, uh, range wise. Oh, certainly, I think he would have easily been an over three hundred hitter. He was what one hit away yeah. from three hundred. Yep. If he had not, if he had just stayed out for an extra week or two. Where he hit like two hundred during those. Dude, I told those you weeks. guys he would have hit like three fifteen, three twenty. Paulie and I ran into to his wife Yane, and when they went back and did the trip to Miami, I mean, she told me, dude, you know, he was getting work on his like it was six hours of work on his ankle a day, a day. That's the kind of thing you expect for like a quarterback in the NFL, right? We need him on the field. He's got to do six hours of work. We got to get him out there. We have no chance to win. You don't necessarily expect it from a baseball player every single day right. to get out and play third base to get that kind of treatment. Usually, for most teams, it's an easy call. Put them on the injury Put them on the IL. And we'll we'll bring them back in a couple of weeks. That's not something is it's expected in baseball. Let's call it a, a, a 6.30 game. Dude is showing up at 7 o'clock in the morning like, all right, here it is, and sitting there probably playing on his phone or his iPad or do whatever it is he does. They're wrapping him and taping him and massaging it and getting it, you know, trying to get the swelling down and all the things. And then they going do. all through it again the next day. All through it again the next day. To get back Six the hours field. a day in he, treatment. They 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 gave him one or two days off. They let him DH like once a week, and that was about the only accommodation they made for Manny Machado's injury. In well, that was all him too. Yeah, yeah, that's all him, and and that's you know that's the that's the things you don't hear about. In, in the, on the national narrative of Manny Machado, but I mean, I, I talked to his wife in the downstairs, and she's like, "Oh man, so hard to go home. You got well, we have a million family members, a million friends. Everybody wants to see Manny, and Manny has six hours a day of therapy on his ankle, so he can go out and play. So, yeah, dude. I mean, it's this is the year where you look at the numbers, and everything adds up. You look at the fact that there's two Cardinals there helping pull each other through, making each other better, and there's just one of him. So You can always listen to 97.3 The Fan On Demand. Just download and subscribe to the Ben and Woods Podcast, Coach John Quintero Show, or Gwen and Chris on the free Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talked yesterday about the uh, Nick Martinez deal. Is it possible that Nick Martinez could help lure a former teammate with him to San Diego to finish out that starting rotation. And the more I read about this guy, the more I start to salivate. All right, we will talk about that coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.
Uh, make sure you give them a check and stop driving and start oh, gliding. Penske Lincoln, where luxury driving defines you. 8850 oh, no. Grossmont Boulevard in La Mesa. I'm out. Give them a check? Give them a check. Well, yeah, if you're going to buy a car, you have to yeah. give them a check. You probably probably other ways to do that transfer nowadays Apple other pay. than just writing a check. Yeah, but. writing a check. One of my best friends, uh, we caught up a couple of weeks ago. It had been a while. Told me he got in a car accident and his car was totaled. He went with Carvana. Where you, what is Carvana? You haven't seen the ads for I Carvana? I've seen those. I know they just, they, they just basically like you do it all from your phone. You order a car and they bring it, and to, they you bring it to you, yeah. like pretty much sight unseen. And he goes, "Dude, there was an issue with his bank with the loan and all that." He yeah. goes, out that was out of Carvana's control. He goes, "Had the bank like had their stuff in order?" He goes, "I couldn't recommend it enough." I've like I'm like. We have one of the Carvana towers right off the 15 in Escondido that I see every once in a while. And I've seen the commercials. It's just a tower. It looks like a vending machine of cars. Yeah, it's a vending and machine. And you just order it, and they bring it right to you, and it eliminates The problem is the when you process. put in your, your 30,000 ones to buy your new Nissan, right. and then it gets <laughs> stuck when it's coming oh, out. Yeah. <laughs> one of the times. You're smoothing it out. Yeah. I uh, I bought my last car off the internet before I ever drove it. The first time I ever drove it was when I drove it off the lot, and I will say, it was not. I, I it was a fine experience. See, I bought my car at. I went into a dealership. Well, yeah, that's how everybody. And, does. I mean, it was. It's a ten hour day. Yeah, it's a lo- it's <laughs> like, it's a long time. I, think I went at noon, and it, it was pitch black when I left. When was the last time either of you actually wrote a check out of your checkbook? Don't have a checkbook. Anymore. You don't even have a checkbook. Nope. Years. Mm-mm. Years, yeah. Oh yeah, it's been it's been a good solid six seven years since I've owned a checkbook. Yeah, I've I've gone almost all digital. I still have the checkbook, but I don't. Know, it's it's a once or twice a year at most sort of operation. For what? Uh, there's a couple of things that we do that don't have like the online bill pay for some reason. A couple so, of doctors that I yeah. go to. It's a but then you have to or call. it's a hassle. Like I can't find my password to log in to pay online, but they sent me a envelope and it's addressed and it's like all right fine i'll just throw a check in there but for the most part checks are done yeah i i i'm done with the check thing do you do auto draft on anything like auto like pay like it takes out a picture i I like to be in control every month i do too and i've got a few that hit me and i'm like ah i was not ready and i should know because it's the same every month i should write that down on like a calendar or something. A couple of things but, do a discount if you do the auto pay every yeah. month, so I, I take advantage of that, but I, otherwise... I have a picture of an old check from my old checkbook. It's probably six, seven, eight years old now, mm-hmm. but I still have the picture because every once in a while, you need your bank account number and your routing I know number. mine. Off the top of my head, I know... I could guess my... I, I could guess I pretty close both. to my bank account. I would have no idea what my Here, routing I'll do it on is. the air. You guys yeah, ready? Yeah, let's do this. <laughs> Start this with is, your social security. Here, turn your mic This off. is part of our life skills class that we were talking about earlier. It is. Turn Learning your mic financial literacy. Turn your literacy. Mic Here's the routing number. Wow. My account number is... That is... I, is that impressive or is I, that impressive? I, I also know my bank account number. You know, routing numbers, people always think... Everyone has their own routing number. Card number. Every bank has can, different ones. You can Google, right? you can yeah, Google, you can Google your Google bank's it. routing number. It's yeah. the same for every. If you're like Bank of America, uh, I or thought Union those were personal. They're no. not personal. They're the same. same. It's just, it just tells the 
the check which bank it's supposed to go to. So they're always the same. And we just had to do that recently and trying to find one of our bank account numbers and every bank statement. It's very hidden. It, well, they're all like, they have the asterisks and then maybe the last four. You're like, I need the whole number. <laughs> it is hidden. It's hidden on, on your, so on your website. Like, I don't know why. It. I'm saving this. <laughs> Now, if you ask me, like, what my children's phone number is, I don't, I don't think I even know. Wow. How many phone numbers do you think One. you know? One. I know my wife's now, and I think that's about it off the top. My own. Past or present. I don't know though. yours. I don't know Paul's. No, God. It's just I good remember gun my, to my home head. phone yeah. number. I remember mine from when I was little. I know my mom's phone number. I know Megan's phone number. I know my mom's, my dad's, my brother's. I have a couple of, like, and my wife's. childhood friends still. That, to this day, that have the same number from the phones we this got. This is funny because when I, I mean, when I was growing up, I probably knew thirty to fifty people's phone numbers. Oh, dude, I had the a, top of my head. I had a calling card that I had memorized the call in number, the pin number, and then all my friends' phone numbers. Yeah, because you get drunk outside the bar and we didn't have cell phones, so you call, put in the calling card if you didn't have quarters. Call your buddy. Like, it's uh, 300 numbers, like, in a row that you had to remember. It was no problem. Now, there's no way. I mean, they used to send everybody a giant book of everybody's phone number every single year. Yeah, you can I mean, thumb through it. Hundreds and hundreds of pages hey, let's of call that number. girl for, from school, see if she's in the book. <laughs> hey, is uh, Caitlin there? You actually had to pay nope. to not be in the book. Wrong and be number. Listed. Yeah, yeah. Is uh, Caitlin there? Nope, wrong number again. Oh, 100%. Don't miss those days. All right, uh, we, uh, we're going to check traffic. When we come back, Nick Martinez is a Padre. Could one of his former Japanese League teammates be joining him? That's coming up after traffic on 97.3 The Fan. So we, uh, we got some more details. We had most of them yesterday on Nick Martinez's contract, but essentially it is a one-year, $10 million deal for Nick Martinez. Pretty much, yeah. With then a two-year club option. So if he pitches really well and the Padres want to lock him in, they can do so for two years at $16 million per year. So that would end up being $42 million if they do that. Now, if the Padres say, meh, he pitched okay, but not $16 million a year, they can decline the option, and then Nick Martinez can either become a free agent or he can opt in at $8 million a year at the lower salary. It's not the worst. It, Very it, creative. It, it, yes. When it, when it first came out, I looked at it and go, what are we doing? What are we doing? And then the more I thought about it, the more I looked at it, I went, hey, it's actually not the worst idea. And and like you said, a very creative contact, uh, contract. You know what's interesting, Ben? You bring up the uh, the guy from Japan, Kodai Senga. Kodai right? Senga, who was uh, a teammate of Nick Martinez on the Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks yes. in Japan. And he is, so he is likely coming to Major League Baseball this spring. And he was 87 and 44, 259 career ERA, Ben, with about almost 1,300 strikeouts. Three time All Star, ERA champ in 2020, threw a no hitter in 19. He is a, kind of a U Darvish disciple. He can hit 100-plus on the gun. He has an elite, elite-plus splitter. But some concerns about him coming to the big leagues, Ben, uh, he needs that third pitch, that, that, that breaking ball. Also, there have been some, I think, minor elbow issues for him. But when you go to the Google machine and you just type in Kodai Senga, okay, that's it, just type that in, here's what you get. Mets to meet with Kodai Senga. Rumor roundup. Uh, why Japanese ace Kodai Senga would be a smart signing for the Blue Jays. Mariners moose tracks. Kodai Senga. Uh, Blue Jays. Oh, 
The Rangers. Should the Rangers sign Kodai Senga? Giants. Giants take a peek at Kodai Senga. Everybody's on this guy. Every it, This is going to be one of those where if Boston wants him, if San Francisco wants him, if the Mets want him, it's going to be too high of a price. Well, yes and no. But even if everybody wants him, the Padres could still have an inside track. And you, Darvish, is a big reason why. Nick Martinez, maybe a smaller reason why, being an ex-teammate. And the Padres as a whole, who have... Uh, have flourished going into the Asian market with players from Japan, players from Korea like Hassan Kim have uh, have shown the ability to integrate them into Hasan their King. organization. Is I think an advantage for the Rays if they're in the market for Kodai Senga. Here's what Nick Martinez said about Senga, by the way, uh, in an interview with uh, Dennis Lynn in the Athletic. I think he's nasty. And I think he's built for the major leagues. I hope we can land him because he's really a one-of-a-kind talent. You look at him physically, the kid's strong. He's a big guy. He's going to be able to withstand 162 games of playing and travel. He's been getting a lot of workout tips for a while now from you, Darvish, preparing himself for this opportunity. I'm not saying there's not going to be an adjustment. I'm sure there is to different hitters and a different style of hitting. But even on the international stage, he's come in and dominated. So I wouldn't be surprised if he came in and just straight dominated from the get-go and made his adjustments along the way and swiftly. That's Nick Martinez on Kodai Senga, his former Hawks teammate in Japan. We also knew that you Darvish was buddies with Seiya Suzuki and actually said, no, no, you'll really like Chicago. So I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, the inside track, boy, wouldn't you love to play in this beautiful city? That bit doesn't go very far. We, we love it. And we all love it. And we all look we at it. We like to think it goes God, very we far. Do. We look at it and go, how could you not want to be here? I don't understand. You got Soto, you got Tatis, you got Manny, you got a, you know, a winner. Come join a winner in, in a, in a perfect city, a perfect city. Right? But, man, you never know what's important to somebody. You never, ever know what they truly, truly value. Uh, and so if it's money, he's definitely going to get money. It's going to be from here or the Mets or the Red Sox or the Blue Jays or the Giants. There's a billion teams that are after this guy, Benny. But what does he value? You know. And, by the way, do you want to go through the nose? Because if all those teams are interested, this isn't going to be a one-year Robert Suarez prove it for $5 million deal. This is going to be a blockbuster type deal. Suzuki, by the way, had a okay season with the Cubs. He had a really hot start. Yeah, he had a really good start, and then he got hurt and kind of tailed off. Ended up hitting 262, 14 homers, 46 runs batted in. That's a 770 OPS. Not bad. Played in 111 games uh, for the Cubs last season, but certainly wasn't uh, a necessarily a difference-making type player you know i don't feel quite so bad that he he didn't pick the padres in the last offseason i mean he got hurt so yeah, you, you never know but yeah he, he looked i mean when he got when he and, and he, shohei otani wasn't necessarily shohei otani his first season oh here. yeah far from it you know and, and there's the, an and Hassan kim is improving every has. single year there's there is going to be an adjustment period but I, I honestly guys i have not seen out there what he's expected to to get i'm sure that's that information is out there i just haven't looked but it's not going to be it's not going to be a Suarez Nick Martinez prove it deal. It's just not. Since you brought up Hassan Kim, what are you expecting from him next season? More. Is that, that's what I'm I'm wondering. Is there another step up there for is. Hassan Kim in the third year, or have we seen most of the improvements that we're gonna see? No, I, I think he can get better. I absolutely think he can get I mean, better. I don't defensively I don't think he really can get much yeah. better. He's, I mean, no, he's always, always been good. You can always get better. Everyone can improve on, slightly. But I'm talking about I'm talking about more than just subtle improvements. I'm talking, is there 
one more big step in Hassan Kim's game? I think I you know that's a it's a loaded question, but I think it's a fair question, and I think I, I honestly feel I I do expect more from him next year offensively. Two fifty one, eleven homers, seven oh eight OPS last season. Yeah, there's 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 room for improvement certainly, and certainly playing great shortstop yep. defense. Those numbers are fine. Yes, if you're going to be playing that kind of defense, but. Is there a twenty to thirty home run hitter? In I'd, say, I'd say there's a twenty home run hitter. He got absolutely. He wasn't. Wrong. I mean, in Korea, he, he, in hit, Korea 30. he hit thirty plus all in the Korea. time. All the time. You don't see that necessarily here. I don't look at Hassan Kim and go, "He's a thirty oh, home a, run guy." There's a thirty home run guy waiting to get out there. How many guys hit thirty bombs last year in the hmm, big leagues? That's a good question. So um, yeah, do that. And and while you're looking that up, he improved. The the knock against Hassan Kim was he can't hit velocity. He got better at it. He got better at it as the season went on. He got better at it from his first year. There have been improvements. The dude's also a a tireless worker, takes a ton of pride. And listen, we are are such big fans of lauding, you know, tough play and hard play. Who plays harder than that guy? Twenty three players okay. hit thirty or more home runs in major league baseball. Give me the last bo- give me the bottom guys. The bottom the thirty yeah, the guys. 30. Reese Hoskins, Kyle Tucker, Nolan Arenado all hit 30 There's exactly. Good-ass players there. I I would say if you got 20 home runs out of Kim, and by the way, he hit a bunch early in the season that I felt like would have been out you know, any other time of year, another ballpark, certainly. It's not like he doesn't barrel the baseball, and but he has improved. He's improved every step of the way. I expect I expect more from him next year. Okay. I mean... I do. I, I, tend I don't to, look at this and go, oh, this is the ceiling. I tend to think that... There's gonna there was always there's one big jump, but once you've adjusted, you've adjusted. I think we saw what Hassan Kim is going to be last year, and yeah, you you refine your game and you get more familiar, and you know I would hope that he's at least a little bit better. But I'm not expecting 280 now with with 28 home runs. No, I'm, I'm not either. I'm, I'm maybe 260 and 15 or 16 home runs, sure. which would be great if be he plays great. that kind of defense. That's a fantastic season for Hassan Kim, but I don't think there's as big of a step up from year two to three as there was from year one to two. I mean, there could be, there could be. I, I, it's, it, it, his, yeah. Look at this. His average jumped fifty points from year one to year two, and yeah, he did hit so many balls to the wall. He really, True. really did. He, I felt like he got hosed early in the season. All guests on Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall, Chevrolet Find New Roads. Polly's got a rival report. Uh, Old friend alert for the San Diego Padres in the news yesterday and more. Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan.